Hey everyone, you tuned in to the Lead Generation Lab podcast, the science of real estate agent marketing, brought to you by Omega Title, Movement Mortgage, and MVP Realty. Come on, let's go. Generation Lab Podcast, the science of real estate agent marketing. I am Anthony Bermudez, your host, once again with the one and only Derek Carlson. What's up, Derek? Anthony, I am fired up. It is so good to be back. You know, I had to go ahead and calm you down after your last few episodes, man. So we're getting back to the basics here, which is basically generation abilities and your skill set and the knowledge that you have. Absolutely, Anthony. You know, every now and then I gotta I gotta I call it real talk, right? Truth. We gotta be truth tellers um in the last couple episodes i was fired up i mean we the i highly encourage um everybody to take a listen to the uh the last two episodes that i did the death of the big box brokerage firms and then hall residual income is destroying our real estate industry profit sharing is yep. destroying our real estate industry and you know what i had uh, both sides of the fence our uh, our great listeners i appreciate all of you had an opinion on both sides of the fence and at the end of the day um, I am. Go- I'm not going to deviate from my mindset. Mm-hmm. I've I've uh, interviewed, talked to thousands and thousands and thousands of realtors. Get, before we get into the lead generation, um, uh, what we're going to talk about today, I had one guy, and he says, uh, "Hey, Derek, uh, you know, I don't agree with your residual income and profit share and your your synopsis on what you were talked about." And I said, "Would you mind share it?" And he works for one of those companies, one of those yep. profit sharing companies and residual income companies. And I said, would you mind sharing your bonus check with me? And uh, still waiting. <laughs> I'm still waiting. So it is what it is. But yeah, let's, let's move on. All right. Well, that said, uh, the, the topic that we were going to get into today, it, it goes into something that we, we talk about here all the time. But I'm very interested to see this because this is uh, about five lead generation hacks that's going to help agents explode their business. Absolutely. And I call it, like you said, Anthony, lead generation hacks. These are strategies that top agents use, usually only reserved for the top agents. And again, I'm a truth uh, teller, real talk, and I want everybody to su- succeed. You know what I'm sick and tired of, Anthony? I'm sick and tired of the failure rate in our industry. I'm sick and tired of the failure rate. We have a high failure rate in our industry. And, and again, you, you see all these big box brokerage firms saying we're number one. And next week, there's another company out saying that they're number one. Number one at what? Yeah. When you have an 80% failure rate in your industry... It's time to shake it up, and it starts by tell, teaching agents what the top producers are doing day in and day out to sell 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 homes a year. Mm-hmm. So let's get into this. Five lead generation hacks that you can implement today to start growing your business and make 2019 the best year of your real estate career. So the first one, how many realtors out there have the MLS? Yeah. Um, all of them. It should right? be all of them. Right? How many realtors should have the MLS? You all should have the MLS, right? So it was a trick question. But have you ever used the MLS data to find buyer leads? A lot of the times we use the MLS data to to um, to try to go after listings with expired listings and so forth and so on. But I'm going to teach you hack number one, how to get buyer leads using the MLS. Now, the MLS that we have here in Southwest Florida is called the Matrix. And um, what I would do if I were you, hack number one, is to go into the MLS right now. And I want you to search in your city, your area, active 
penned in with contingency and pending transactions. Okay, so I've selected active pending with contingency and pending transactions, and I selected Naples, Florida as an example. Then I went down to additional fields where you can add additional criteria to shrink or to really fine tune the search results. And the one that I'm looking for here is showing instructions. And under showing instructions, I want you to select tenant occupied. So think about what I just said here, Anthony. Huh? There's a homeowner or a property owner out there that has a property that's either active, pending, or pending with contingency. That's tenant occupied. Where's that tenant going to have to go? Once this owner sells this property, the new owner may not renew the lease. The new owner, right, may want that person out of that property. So let's face it, that poor tenant is sitting there frustrated, nervous, anxious. They saw a for sale sign go up. They see all these showings happening, right? Mm -hmm. Who's helping the tenant? And in some of these things, you could see that, hey, that tenant's paying $1,600 a month for rent. Mm -hmm. So here's what I want you to do. I just did this search, Corey, as an example for Naples, Florida on hack number one. And active, pending, pending with contingency, properties on the market in Naples that are tenant occupied. There's 564 addresses just in Naples. Wow. That's 564 potential buyer leads mm -hmm. where if you postcard the neighborhood, door knock that property, get in touch with the tenant yeah. and tell them, listen, if you're paying $1,400, $1,500 a month, why rent when you can own? Because I don't know about you, Anthony, right? When you give somebody else rent, you're literally, what's the interest rate? 100%. So everyone talks about what's the interest rate for financing. Oh, it's 4%. It's 5%. It's 6%. When you rent a property, your interest rate is 100%. Yeah. It's time to be an owner. But here's the deal. That is a targeted audience. There's 564 tenants that are in a property right now that have been told or are, have, are frustrated or anxious that they know they're going to have to move soon. Well, guess what? You can help them get into a brand new property. And in some of these situations, as long as a person has a, a job, decent credit, there's some 100% financing options out there mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. And especially if you get very strategic on this. But here's the deal. The key is use the MLS to find potential buyers. Does yeah. that make sense, Anthony? I, absolutely. I think that this is something that I could possibly see if I was a real estate agent out there doing it and I had a great relationship with somebody in, in the brokerage in, industry or banker. I, I would just work a, some sort of a relationship where I, I talk to these these tenants and, and have them get in contact and, and try to get them pre-approved so they can get that process going. Absolutely, Anthony. I think that would also, um, again, using that targeted audience strategy um, I believe is, is is critical because, like you said, you have the upper hand as the realtor. Mm -hmm. Let's I'll use an example. Let's say uh, somebody's living in um, De La Soul. It's a single family neighborhood here in Naples, and uh, you know that the rent rolls in that area is about twenty six hundred bucks for that house. Yep. Very simple. Pull up all the homes that are active in De La Soul for this tenant. 
Have them run there, get pre-qualified. Right. You're going to probably find that they can live in the same neighborhood, but their payments won't be a rent rate of $2,500 a month. It might be $1,900. Exactly. So now you're saving them money. Okay? So again, it's a strategy that I've used in the past. Some of the top agents in the country have used year in and year out, and I encourage agents, go to the MLS, find out tenant-occupied properties, and then reach out to them to try to offer you services. Because listen, most listing agents don't give a damn about the tenant. And that's the truth. That is true. That's the truth. Nobody's helping the tenant. All And, and, and it's your opportunity to be able to reach out to them to help them grow their business. 564. Yeah, it's crazy. So, okay. That was hack number one. Enjoy. Okay. Hack number two. You're going to like this one. And this is totally legal. You can do it. So I don't, I don't want to get any uh, email saying, oh, you can't do that. It's listed in the MLS. <laughs> okay. I want you to go into the MLS again on hack number two. But I don't want you to go into the regular resale section of the MLS. I want you to go into the rental section of the MLS. Okay. And I want you to find active rental listings with the days on the market greater than 30. And I want you to reach out to those homeowners and convince them that they're better off in 2019 right now because of the economy and whatever else you're going to convince them on, but they're better off not renting their home. They're better off listing it for sale. Now you might say to me, well, Derek, the property's already listed for rent by another realtor in the MLS. That's for rent. That yes, you're right. They have a contract to rent that property. But you're not trying to get the rental listing. You're trying to list it for sale. Is that legal? Legal. Totally legal at the local board. Totally legal. And so, I mean, obviously, I don't, you know, if your local board might be different, but in our bylaws, you have every right to try to contact that person. It ha- you can't, it can't be the same though. Like if somebody's trying to, already has their property listed for sale, I can't call them to right. try to get that listing. That's totally illegal. However, if they have that property listed for rent, I can offer my services to try to help them list that property for sale. That's legal. Okay. Okay. But again, check your local board because every board might be different. I'm just talking about a strategy here that our local agents are doing. So again, go to the MLS, pull up rental listings, find active rental listings. Okay rental listings and reach out to that homeowner and offer to list their property for sale. But here's the key. The property has to have been on the market on the rental section listing for more than 30 days. Cause think about this, that owner might be frustrated. It can't rent. Mm-hmm. They're paying out all this monthly money. And obviously, I mean, the rental market's pretty hot right now. If you have, if you're sitting on a property right now with the days in the markets, more than 30, yeah. why? 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 That should have been filled weeks ago with a renter. So I encourage you, again, um, hack number two, if you're trying to get listings, use the MLS, go into the rental section, active rental listings that have been on the market for more than 30 days. Try to help that person and convert them, not with a rental listing, because they already have that, Mm -hmm. into a listing where you sell the property. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. Wow. I yeah. mean, uh, that's a really good one. And 
I never thought of that because, again, you're thinking it's a conflict with the sale of a house and the rental. You're thinking if, if they're on the contract with a realtor, there's no way two I can different go things. In. Okay, two different things. Two different things. It's it's no different than uh, – I'm not going to use any analogy there because I was going to go get real goofy with this. But <laughs> the reality of it is it's not the same. Okay. They have a listing for rent yep. and a listing for sale. Okay. And agents confuse the two. Um, but again, the key is is thirty days on the market with no renter. Thirty days. On the now, here's the other thing: you might want to go on VRBO, right? You may want to go on uh, Airbnb and try to reach out to those uh, property owners as well. Same See, there, there comes a point that every landlord, every owner that has a property for rent, gets frustrated or they, or they want to move that money onto something else. Become that something else. Right? Makes sense. And again, I, I just think that realtors are ignoring some of these other platforms to be able to help convert these landlords and, and owners that have tenants in, in the property into into listings, get those properties sold for them. That's a quality leads because if you think about it, they're already here halfway in the door at, with, with soliciting for rentals. So there's a possibility that if the price is right or if you're able to give them enough of a sales pitch that they'll be interested in selling it altogether and getting out of the business because – Let's face it. Let's we know homeowners out there that are in the rental business, whatever it is, and sometimes it gets frustrating dealing with tenants and things like that. So that just, option of, of, of you never know. It, it just might not be their cup of tea. That's the reality of it, Anthony. And uh, so that's uh, hack number two. Hack number three. I've got a. I've got a. I'm going to shock several listeners right now because of the economy. I mean, we're dealing with some of the lowest unemployment rates in, in, ever in the history of right. the United States, right? We're dealing with so many positive signs in our economy, and I'm about to shock some agents right now because, again, I'm frustrated with the failure rate in our industry, and, and I constantly see agents zag when everybody else is zagging, and the top producers zig when everybody else is zagging, right? Yeah. When people are running from the fire, the, one, the, the, the agents that seem to make the most money are the ones that run into the fire mm-hmm. and vice versa. So- what I want to talk about, the third hack, short sales. Oh, okay. All right, oh. short sales. He has no idea what I'm going to talk about. We just kind of, I just come in here with some ideas. All right, short sales. Okay. Now, wouldn't you think, Anthony, that short sales would not be relevant in 2019? I would think the inventory is very low for short yeah, sales. Exactly. You would think that you would assume that everybody's got a job, everyone's paying their mortgage yeah, bills. Absolutely. Why would you want to do a short sale? Right. Wrong. Huh. Wrong. Okay. So what I want you to do, and I'll give you an example. Every county has a clerk's department website. Mm-hmm. So, for example, collierclerk.com, okay? If you go to collierclerk.com, you're going to see a tab at the top that says record search. When you pull that down, the next tab you're going to hit is official land records, okay? Now, the keyword, and it comes up a box, and it's asking you for document type and so forth. The one I want you to scroll down to is the one called LP. LP, Anthony, stands for Liz Pendants. Now, what is a Liz Pendants? When a property owner misses their mortgage payment by 90 days, three months missed, that bank, that lender, automatically, with the county, files a document called a Liz Pendants. It's the start. It's the infant stages of... Of the foreclosure process. Well, guess what? It's also public records. So I just went into the colorclerk.com website and I just went back to 
April 1st. So we're dealing with about a month and a half now. And just from today, going back to April 1st, so about 45 days or so, I'm going to hit search. I'm going to tell you how many potential short sales there are in Collier County. Search results, 90. Mm. Wow. 90. Wow. 90. Those are 90 potential listings in the Collier County market alone that realtors can reach out and offer your services to help them with possibly avoiding foreclosure and help them through the short sale process. So let me give you my little quick uh, breakdown of what I do. So number one, I identify the short sales. We just did that. Mm -hmm. Number two, I write what's called a yellow letter campaign. Now, what's a yellow letter campaign? I take a, a yellow letter and I handwrite the following to that property owner that I just discovered on the county's website. I'll write, Dear Joe, my name is Derek Carlson and I'm a realtor here in Naples, Florida. I have two cash buyers for your property located at 123 Main Street. I would love to talk to you about this property. Please call me at 239-963-4499. Sincerely, Derek Carlson, MVP Realty. I fold that letter in such a way that the first thing you see is Dare Joe. I then take that letter and I put it into a little pastel color or whatever, a little note card envelope, not a regular envelope, a little note card envelope. And I tuck that letter in that note card envelope. So when you open up the tab, I don't lick this, the envelope. I just tuck it. When you open up that envelope, you see Dear Joe. You handwrite the address on the outside with no return address. And you put a Bart Simpson stamp or a Captain America stamp on the outside. You mail that to Joe at his property because here's why. Joe just got served paperwork from the local sheriff that a Liz Pendens was filed against him yesterday, the day before. Now he gets this in his mailbox. He didn't get a postcard that he's going to throw in the trash in nine seconds. In his mailbox, he got a letter. And when he opened it, he saw Dear Joe. It looked like a personal letter from a friend. 100% open rate. That's the goal in any marketing. You know by the way that you actually put the letter in the envelope, it's not going to go in the trash in two seconds. He's going to actually read it. Now, let me ask you this, Anthony. If a short sale was or Liz Pendens was filed against you two days ago and somebody sent you a letter saying that they had two cash buyers for your property, you'd probably pick up the phone and call that person, right? Yeah. Okay. You don't want to go to foreclosure. You don't want to, you'd like to sell the property. So here's how that conversation goes. Ring, ring, ring. Hello. Hi, is this Derek? This is Derek. Hi, Derek. This is Joe at 123 Main Street. I just got your letter. How much will you give me for my property? Well, hey, Joe. Hey, thanks for calling. Um, again, can you confirm that address? Yes, it's uh, 123 Main Street. Hey, listen, Joe, very familiar with the neighborhood, very familiar with the property. However, Right now, I can only see the visual stuff that I can see on like Google Earth and things like that. I'd like to come out to give you a full analysis of what my investment team, my buyers would pay for you uh, for a quick closing tomorrow at, at, at 11 o'clock. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. I'd love to see your property. And again, if we can come to an agreement, we can sell it pretty quick. We can, we can buy it pretty quick. So, okay, you go out there at 11 o'clock tomorrow. On that phone call, you never mention the word short sale. So the next morning, you go see Joe at his house. You take your clipboard out, you write down notes, and you bring with you a CMA report. 
showing the retail price, the actual market value of the property. So you go in there and you say, Joe, can we talk? Well, Joe, based on what I've seen today, you've got granite and you've got uh, some recessed lighting and so forth. Based on what I've seen today, my uh, your property, uh, I brought a CMA report. We're going to go over it right now. As you'll see, retail price of your property is worth 200000 However, Joe, my investors buy properties fast, quick closing, 80 cents on the dollar. So they can buy this and have it close cash deal within 7 to 14 days for 160 Are you interested? By the way, that's basically what Zillow's doing right now when mm-hmm. they're buying properties. Right. But I don't want to I don't want to get off the path here. Joe, are you interested? The retail price you show them is market value is 200. I, can you sell it for 160? At that moment, Joe's going to say to you, "I can't sell it for 160." In fact, I cannot even sell it for the retail price. Well, why, Joe? I owe Bank of America $300,000. Well, Joe, the only way that you'd be able to close this property is if you brought $100,000 to the closing table. Do you have that? I do not. It's been tough times, whatever. Well, obviously, Joe, my client, my investors are not going to pay three hundred grand for the property. In fact, retail price, the regular... The regular buyers, even if I put a for sale sign out there, are not going to pay three hundred thousand dollars for the property. So they're out of the they're out out right now. They're out of the picture. Joe, have you ever heard of a short sale? What's a short sale? Well, it's perfect for somebody in your situation that's upside down on their property. So what happens, Joe, is I list your property for free. Okay, when I say free, it means that you're not paying anything out of your own pocket. What's going to happen is is once I list your property, I'm we're going to contact the, our short sale team is going to contact your bank and your bank's going to have a checklist of items they need. Number one, they're going to need a listing agreement. Number two, they're going to need a sales contract. Number three, they may need the last two pay stubs for you. They may need a tax returns. They're going to give us the checklist. Once we put that package together, we then send it to your bank. Okay. Now here's the deal, Joe. We're going to list the property. And again, we're going to sell it at market value. So we're going to sell it for the $200,000 that the property's worth. But here's the thing. The bank's not going to believe you. They're not going to believe me. They're going to send out an independent appraiser. Normally, it's called a BPO, broker price opinion, to give an appraised value of this property. And as long as it's at $200,000 and we show them a contract of a ready, willing, and able buyer that's a good buyer at $200,000, there's a chance they might let you walk away from this property and not have to pay that $100,000 that you're upside down on. What do you think? Is that a good solution for you to help you avoid foreclosure? It's a win-win. All right. So it's a win-win. And again, what I will tell you is, again, take away the misconception that there are no short sales. There's, uh, just in the last 45 days in Naples, Florida, one of the most affluent areas of the country, Collier County, I should say, there's 90 Liz Pendens filed. Wow. That's right? A, that's amazing. And here's the thing. Realtors are all zagging together right now. What about if you're the person that zigs and goes look looking for this type of stuff? Right. It's a targeted audience. My strategy that I just went over with the yellow letter campaign yeah. works brilliantly because you're coming from a place of helping someone. Right. Helping someone. Well, Derek, you said that you had two cash buyers. Listen, if you don't have cash buyers, investors right now with the world of social media that's willing to buy properties 80 cents on the dollar... I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Seriously, go put a Facebook post up right now saying looking for cash buyers 
wanting to buy properties, 80 cents on the dollar, and start creating your list. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say you ain't going to recruit. They, they, yeah, I mean, there's an abundance of investors out there that will always buy properties 80 cents on the dollar. Yep. So just create your list. Right. And I'm telling you, put it on social media. Say, hey, everybody, I'm working on some investment stuff. If this is something you want to go after, hey, everybody, I'm working on some investment stuff. Uh, properties are running about 80 cents on the dollar. Is anybody interested? It's cash deals only. Mm-hmm. Is anybody interested in be part of my list? And then start creating it. Right. And then start writing your letter, yellow letters. Anthony, what do you think about hack number two? I I, I think it's a Actually, really- Actually, that's, no, no, that's, wait, wait, that's hack number three. It is number three. And what, what I love about it is that, like you said, you're going a different direction from what the current trend is. And it, it, when, when you're doing that, you're giving yourself exclusivity. Because you're not competing with the other agents in that realm of, of getting the short sales, right? Absolutely. Now, the only thing would be is obviously the turnaround on those, but it seems like those sales are going to happen. It, they're going to happen because the here's the thing. There's nothing more motivating than a person that's about to lose their property, the foreclosure. Right. So they're going to work with you. Now, again, here's one little thing that I would tell you is don't try to negotiate the short sale yourself. Too much liability. Get a third party. Short sale negotiator, there's usually one in every town. Uh, call your title company. They may have recommendations. They may do it for you. Okay. Don't do the heavy lifting. All you should focus on is the sale of the property. Sales contract, uh, listing agreement, and so forth. Find yeah. a short sale negotiator to handle this for you and your client. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and, and get into number four. I mean, right. these have been pretty good, by the way. Amazing. Hack number four. We're going to go over to our great friend at Facebook Ads, Okay. Now, here's the deal. Facebook ads. Before we get into Facebook ads, um, you need the right platform to be able to pull off what we're going to do next. Okay, uh, You need the right system. The system that I use is called Listens to Leads, L2L, listenstoleads.com. You can check it out. It's a lead generation machine. It's the best platform that I've seen ever in the history of my career, and uh, it's about $110 a month the way that we use it. Now, what I need you to use on that platform is to create a lead capture page, okay? And with the lead capture page, what are we going to go after? What are we going to use the lead capture page for? Today, in hack number four, we're going to go after newly engaged couples on Facebook. So imagine a lead capture page with a beautiful picture of somebody's wedding, the perfect day. And in that, you're going to have um, something to the effect of why rent when you can own to the newly engaged couple with bullet points where maybe uh, you talk about, uh, you know, maybe you have a single family home in mind where you're talking about, you know, PMI and everything included. You're looking at $1,500 a month to buy this property. Use an example possibly. Or in the bullet points, you can add something to the effect of, um, get my exclusive newly engaged couple credit of $1,000 at closing. Mm-hmm. Wedding gift. Call it a wedding gift, right? right? Then you have the lead capture form, name, email, phone number, but that's built on listings to leads. Then when you get that URL, when you have that lead capture page done, let's go over to Facebook. What I want to do is we're going to go to Facebook. At the top bar, you hit create. You're going to create an ad, Okay. Now you're in the ads manager. It's basically pay-per-click type of actions going on here. The first thing that you're going to select when you get into that next category is traffic. 
Type it in. The title will be called Engaged, Newly Engaged Couples. You can put in your budget. You know what? Put 40 bucks in for the lifetime of the budget. Okay. So I'm going to put in $40 for the lifetime of the budget on the Facebook ads campaign. Then you hit continue. Now here's where the magic happens. On the next page, you're going to start laying out the demographics and the people that you're trying to target. Okay. Type in as an example, let's go with Naples, Florida, Naples. Okay. I don't really care about the radius. We're going to increase that to, uh, let's say, a 25-mile radius, let's say. It doesn't really matter. I want to cover the entire area of Naples, Florida. Now, we're going to scroll down. Under detailed targeted, type in the word engaged. There's three that you can choose. Newly engaged, one year. Newly engaged, six months. Or newly engaged three months. I would say choose all three. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because, Anthony, when a couple gets married, what do they usually do next? Maybe have a baby, right? Maybe. What do they usually do next, next? Oh, they're they're planning for the wedding. No, no, no. Next, next. After the wedding. (laughs) Honeymoon. No, next, next, next. (laughs) After the honeymoon. In the house. Ah, bingo. Third time's a charm. Third time. So the next, next, next (laughs) is that they're going to buy a house. Okay? So now you just targeted every, and what I love is this data is provided by the person. When somebody gets engaged, like I got engaged, right? When somebody gets engaged, they immediately go to their Facebook profile and say, just engaged. Right. Right? Well, this one, you can target the fresh, the newly three months or less, six months or less, one year or less. And now your ad's speaking to them. You create the ad copy Mm -hmm. to the newly engaged. Yep. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And the the cool thing about it, too, is it goes back to what we always talk about with being in a 100% commission office, adding the incentives, the financial incentives. So when you're talking about creating a lead lead capture page and providing incentives to the newly engaged couples and, and... and luring them in with incentives. You're able to do Absolutely. that with a lot of flexibility. At with a 100% percent company. I yeah. call it the power of 100%, right? I mean, let's face it. If I was at a brokerage firm that I had to give 30% to my broker plus a 6% royalty fee, <laughs> there'd be no money left for me to... <laughs> right. I, I, can't give, I, can't give the, uh, I can't give that buyer a pack of gum. Yeah, right. Nevertheless, a thousand bucks at closing, right? <laughs> so, but needless to say, I, I like this strategy. Yeah. Newly engaged couples. And here's the thing. Friend them first. Right? They might not be buying now. You might have to help them get into a rental, maybe, together once they get married. But listen, some of these couples are coming into a, a situation where they want to get a house right away. And why wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. Interest rates are great. Most of the time, they, they're a younger couple. They've got a nice new job, some new income, right? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, newly engaged. One year, six months, three months. That's my hack number four. Let's mm, do it. And I, and I love it because I think with this one, Facebook ads just adding on when you're talking about these leads or the possibility of these leads is is necessarily it could be business now or, or, or future business right I mean that's the thing about it you just staying in the pipeline staying in their thoughts depending on the stage you're in as far as the engagement and where they are in life exactly and, and the key is to stay within their within their site stay within their um, within their scope you know mm-hmm. and I'm looking at it right now by the way Naples Florida 25 mile radius Newly engaged one year, 1,400 people. Wow. 
And now, remember, you're giving them a targeted ad going to a targeted lead capture page. Right. It all speaks newly engaged, newly engaged. Everywhere they go, you're targeting a newly engaged. That's the key. You're targeting a newly engaged person with a newly engaged ad with a newly engaged lead capture page. When you have those three, why wouldn't they fill out the form? 1,400. 1,400. Just let me let me add one more here. I'm gonna yeah. see what happens when I go engage for six months or less. You know, I'll, def- put, I'll put both of them in there. Well, I know I'm not gonna be one of them. That's for sure. <laughs> hater, you hater. I'm getting married November 9th, everybody. Yeah. Okay, so I put engage newly engaged six months, and I added it to one year. It increased to 1,500 people. And let's go, let's go uh, three months or less. The mm-hmm. fresh newly engaged stayed at 1,500. Okay, okay. so there's 1,500 prospects that you can target. Newly engaged. Now, again, on, what's the opposite of getting married? Divorce. <laughs> this is a bonus hack. Target divorce couples on Facebook as well. Yeah. Because guess what? I call that a. I call that potentially a threefer. You know what's a threefer? Uh, the, the listing. The, you the sell the listing. Yep. And you got the one. One goes one way with a brand new property. The other goes another way for a brand new property. That has happened in my career. That exact thing I just told you. Yeah. Where I got three transactions off of one divorce okay happens happens it happens a lot okay so it's something to consider so that's hack number four yep with a little bit of with a little bonus four four and a half so all right Derek. so let's wrap it up here with the fifth one lead lead generation hack right here let's see what last one we're gonna go back to facebook ads again we need listens to leads for this okay we need to build another lead capture page Anthony, when I moved to, two, uh, to to Naples, Florida in 2003, I didn't know anybody, okay, not a soul. I met you at the basketball court, one of the uh, greatest things that's ever happened in my life because of our friendship, but the reality of it is um, I didn't know anybody. I was basically down here with no family, no friends, trying to start this new life, and Facebook wasn't around, so there was no way to reach out to other like-minded people online. Well, guess what? If I was moving to Naples from Boston today, I couldn't use that excuse because here's what I would do. Hack number five. I would build a lead capture page for the New England Patriots. And on that lead capture page, it would be a picture of my New England Patriots with Tom Brady. Now, what am I going to do with that lead capture page? Well, I'm glad you asked, Anthony. There's a place in town, and this is just one example, and again, it relates to a lot of things, a lot of examples, but this is one example. There's a restaurant in town called the Boston Beer Garden. Are you familiar with BBG, Anthony? Uh, Aren't we all, right, Patriot fans? (laughs) Aren't we all? Exactly. So the Boston Beer Garden. I would go down there and talk to my great friend Nick Zito and say, Nick, I'm new to the area. I don't know anybody. I just moved here from Boston. But I do know one thing. I love the New England Patriots. And this weekend, they play the New York Jets at 1 o'clock. Nick, I'd like to host a little bit of an event here. And again, it's 7 to 14 days from now. I'm going to host this event, let's say. And uh, I'd like to do things like uh, get a bunch of appetizers. Mm-hmm. How much are your appetizers? He says, well, they're $8 a piece. Well, can you do it for 5 and I'll buy 10 of them? Get 10 appetizers, right? What about drinks, Nick? Uh, can you do a two-for-one special for me and my little group that I'm going to bring in here? Yes. Or a deal on pitchers of beer or wine? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And then what you do is you go buy a Patriot autograph, certified, of course, on eBay, 
let's call it a Julian Edelman autograph for 75 bucks. Okay, that's your giveaway. Right. Now you, now you have a giveaway. Not only will the people that... So here's what you do. I'm, I'm going ahead here. You got all that worked out. So Sunday, September 18th, at the Boston Beer Garden at 1 o'clock, you're going to host a Boston uh, New England Patriots viewing party. I need you to create a lead capture page of everything we just went through. A lead capture page on Listens Leads with the Patriots picture, right? Uh, where the, there's a form on it, name, email address, and it says New England Patriots versus Jets viewing party, Sunday, September 18th, two-for-one drink special, mm-hmm. free appetizers. Yep. Chance to win a Julian Edelman autograph. Right. Okay. Yep. Then I'm gonna, then once you're done with that lead capture page that you created on Listens Leads, I want you to go over to Facebook. Same thing. Select create. Put in a budget, fifty bucks. Okay. Lifetime budget, fifty bucks. Naples, Florida, twenty-five mile radius. But instead of like the last hack where we typed in the word engaged, this one. I'm gonna go down to where it says detailed targeting. And I'm going to type in Tom Brady as an interest. Right now in Naples, Florida, for my $50, my potential reach is 13,000 people that like Tom Brady. Let's also add the New England Patriots. Unbelievable. Okay? So we're going to add the New England whoops, Patriots. Another interest, New England Patriots. It increases the 41,000 potential reach of New Jeez. England Patriots fans and Tom Brady fans in Naples, Florida. Unbelievable. Now, you're going to take that link and you're going to create this Facebook ads campaign inviting New England Patriots fans and Tom Brady to your party at the Boston Beer Garden. Now, Anthony, I'm brand new as a realtor. I don't know anybody. There is nothing that will create a bond better for newbies right. than the love of a sports team. Right. You're there having a good time. You're there having appetizers, a couple cocktails, watching Tom Brady, watching the New England Patriots destroy the Jets that Sunday. Yeah. And you're the mayor of the party. Yeah. You are the mayor of BBG that day. Yeah. People are giving you, they're filling out their little cards with their name, their email address for the chance to win that Julian Edelman autograph. Right. Talk about a way to grow your business fast with like-minded people and guess what? If I'm new to the area, I'm the host of the event, how many other people just moved to Naples that doesn't know anybody? Yeah. And, but they are Patriots fans, and now Facebook just connected you with them. Yeah. So it's a great way for you to increase your sphere of influence fast. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. It, it is probably, and I want to add it to everything you said because – this one in particularly, in my opinion, are for the people that are social butterflies. They like to build relationships with people. Yeah. That it's not like there's some agents out there I feel that, that are very good with the sales pitch right away, right? And are very comfortable with it. But then there's other agents I feel they want to build a relationship with a client, right? With people. Exactly. With people. And then that'd be like a secondary to to have that connection to help them with real estate. And I think something like this, when you're creating events and, and creating things via, via Facebook, and you already have a commonality in place. Yeah. I mean, that's a great start to a commonality. Connection. Commonality. I mean, we're all from other places, man. And I, and I can tell you, what's you and I, what's our commonality? We sports. love basketball. We love sports. Basketball, we yep. love comedy, right? Yep. So, so that would be a way to connect with somebody like you. And now, if I would have met you 
as a you know maybe you were a guest to my New England Patriots Absolutely. viewing party, yep. we'd be lifelong friends from that. Exactly. Right? So it's that commonality. But here's the thing: I know I'm talking about the Patriots, but you can literally do the same strategy with whatever you like. Absolutely. Uh, I could have typed in yoga. Right. Give me everybody in Naples within a 25 mile radius that likes yoga, and then instead of doing a viewing party, the lead captures page says uh, free yoga class. Right. You go down and find a yoga instructor. They have a studio. You ask them when's your off hours. Tuesday nights at seven. Yep. Great. I'm now. Can I can I rent you yep. for fifty bucks? Yep. It's a way to expose your yoga studio. And guess what? You're the mayor of the yoga studio when everybody comes in. Absolutely. Right. So and, and again, what I love about this is is sports for me is easy because everybody has. Uh, I mean, there's a Cleveland Brown bar in. Na- Browns bar in Naples. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a Cleveland Browns bar. There's a D- Detroit Tiger bar in Naples, Florida restaurant. Right, uh, colleges. You can do it around the big game if you exactly. want. And let's face it, these restaurant owners love you, right? Because you're bringing in new people. Exactly. Right. So it's a win-win situation. Anthony, that was hack number five. Well, that was hack number five, and these are very amazing things that you just brought up. Talking about the buyer leads in MLS. The rental section in MLS as well, dealing with short sales list pendings, Facebook ads on newly engaged couples and events. I mean, these are things that I feel you have a plethora of options that you can decide as an agent and decide. And, that, and I think that's the frustrating part. I, I, I'll, I'll get with your final thoughts on this, but that's the part where when I run into agents just like you do and they're having a hard time generating leads and here you are spitting fire on five simple things yeah. that can be done. Yeah, it's action. Well, number one, most brokers haven't left their office in 30 years, so they don't know this stuff, mm. in, in all fairness, okay? Most brokers, are, I'm a practitioner, okay? I am in the game every day. I am in the game to win it every day. I'm always trying to find that next ingredient for our MVP Realty agents so I can be able to provide them even more content, more value, right? Um, I talk to some of the top agents in the country, but here's the thing. They might keep it a secret, I don't, hence the podcast, right? Right. So for me, being a practitioner, there's nothing more frustrating because it is simple. And again, they can say that, hey, I didn't know better, but after listening to this podcast, you now know. Yeah. What? Here's the key. What are you going to do about it? Right. What are you going to do about it? And what I love about everything we just went through, it's a targeted audience. You can actually choose the people you want to work with. And they're, they're all consumers potentially that need to buy a house. Yeah. And you're not coming at it as that used car salesman type, hey, buy a home, buy a home, buy a home. Every one of these strategies, you're coming from a place of giving and you're coming from a place of helping them. Right. Even the, the New England Patriots one. I'm trying to connect like-minded people. And I trust me when I say this. You will. There will be people that come to your event that doesn't even cost a lot of money that end up being lifelong friends because of that New England Patriots game that you hosted. No, you're absolutely right. And Derek, so with that said, my friend, uh, thanks again for this uh, super informational topic on being able to generate these leads from various hacks. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening in to the Lead Generation Lab podcast, the science of real estate agent marketing.